What's up guys? I hope you all are having a wonderful day and if not then you've come to the right place because this is the Mental Revival Podcast. I'm your host Marco Tyner and I just want to thank you guys for tuning in because this is the podcast where lives begin to change. Whether you're looking for encouragement, motivation, healing, love, or laughter, the Mental Revival Podcast has it all because we're allowing God and His Word to transform our minds and way of thinking. If you guys love what you're hearing, be sure to like or download this video and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Yes, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mental Revival Podcast because this is part four of a series titled Healing Through the Hurt. Because God wants to do something special in our life and we need to heal through this hurt. God wants to present new opportunities for us. He wants to elevate us for our purpose that we are called to achieve. God wants to give us new blessings and new experiences within our life. But one of the reasons he can't give us these things is because we wouldn't know what to do with it, even if we received it. We wouldn't know what to do with this new opportunity, new purpose, and new blessing because we would be bringing old baggage into a new flight. We would be reacting to new blessings and opportunities with old ways and habits. And so that's why God has placed this series on my heart so heavy. We need to heal through our hurts so we can break those old chains and receive all of what God has for us and wants to give us. We need to get rid of that trauma, that pain, and that hurt. We need to heal through it so we can let go of those old ways and receive new things and opportunities. So along this series, when we heal through our hurt, The first step we've learned is that we have to come into a healthy place of vulnerability. The first thing we must do to heal through our hurt was come into a healthy place of vulnerability. And that simply means to consciously choose not to hide your emotions, feelings, and desires. Although we are subjecting ourselves to different forms of hurt, we are willing to take that risk in order to see or feel greater. So we understood that when we develop our mindset from negative to positive, when we develop our mindset to go from a negative thinking of vulnerability to a positive thinking of vulnerability, we can overcome those negative emotions. We can overcome those spiritual attacks. We can overcome that hurt, that trauma, and that pain so we can experience greater. And that greater is this healing that we are seeking. So now that we've discovered the first step, we are on to part four of our episode and part two of what we need to do to heal through our hurt. So once we decide to enter a healthy mindset of vulnerability, we must decide who our supporting cast will be, who will be around us when we heal through our hurt. And this is the second step to healing through our hurt. We must decide who our supporting cast will be. Why is this the second step in our healing journey? You see, it's easy for the enemy to spiritually and mentally attack us when we are in a place of vulnerability with no one around. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 10 says, if either of them falls, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. You see, the devil has a few tricks and one of them is division. You see, the enemy knows that there is power in unity. So he wants to divide that power and unity to get you isolated. He's been doing it all these years. He divides people into separate religions. He divides churches into different denominations. He divides people of the church. 
He does all these things to divide people because he wants to isolate you. The enemy knows that there is power in unity. It's what God called us to do. So once you're isolated and in that place of vulnerability, you are more subject to spiritual and mental attacks from the enemy. Once the enemy gets you alone, once the enemy divides you and gets you by yourself, that's when he attacks you the hardest. That's when you feel those mental attacks. That's when you feel those spiritual attacks because you are in that place of unity and power, but instead of isolation and vulnerability. And these attacks may look like shame over the trauma that you went through. He may fill your head, making you feel shameful about the things you went through. He may fill your head with anxiety and misery over the hurt that you've experienced. And he may overload you with fear and depression from the thing that caused you the pain. And that's the danger of being isolated. That's the danger of falling into the enemy's tricks of division. Because now we're back at step one. And instead of focusing on a positive vulnerability, he's attacking that negative vulnerability. Because when you are in the midst of this spiritual warfare and these spiritual attacks, you feel the pressure to exit that place of vulnerability and healing and stay in the place of comfort and unaddressed hurt. When you are in the midst of this spiritual warfare and spiritual attack, you feel the pressure to exit that place of vulnerability and healing and stay in the place of comfort and unaddressed hurt. That's why it is so dangerous for us to be isolated. That's why it is so dangerous for us to be divided against one another because the enemy knows that there is power in unity. The enemy knows that there is healing in unity. So when he divides you and gets you alone, he attacks that level of vulnerability. He attacks those spiritual and mental aspects. He attacks that hurt, that trauma, and that pain. He magnifies those things. And when he magnifies those things, you are more subject to quit. You are more subject to leave that healing journey. You are more subject to go back to what you know is normal, whether that's healing through drugs, whether that's healing through sin, or whether that's pretending that that pain doesn't exist. You are more subject to enter those previous places because of the level of pressure you feel by the enemy. And that level of pressure occurs when you are isolated. That level of pressure occurs when you are divided. And that's why it is so important for us to have a supporting cast. Because when you don't have that supporting cast and people to help you and encourage you, you will do just that. You will quit that journey. You will quit that healing. You will quit trying to overcome that trauma, that pain, and that hurt. And going back to that scripture, that's why it says, pity anyone who fails and has no one around to help them. Because when you don't have that supporting cast, you're going to feel those attacks. You're going to feel that pressure to quit. And that supporting cast helps you carry on. That supporting cast encourages you. That supporting cast builds you up. When you don't have that, you're having a field day by the enemy. The enemy's tearing you up from the inside out. And most people, they're going to quit because of that pressure. They're going to leave that healing. They'd rather deal with that trauma, that hurt, and that pain because that's what they've been used to. And embracing this new healing, embracing this new uncomfortable, embracing this new pressure is just too much. Those who are isolated and under attack while in that place of healing and vulnerability will most likely be pressured to leave that healing journey and will never want to be vulnerable again. And if that doesn't happen, they will most likely fall for the enemy's trick of temptation into sin, division, and overall quitting. So when you don't have that supporting cast and helpful group, you are more likely to feel those spiritual attacks and those mental attacks. 
this will cause you to exit that place of healing and more than likely never want to return. And you would rather deal with that trauma, hurt, and pain by suppressing it rather than trying to heal it. And that's why this second step is important. Because a supporting cast or a helpful group will motivate you to embrace that place of vulnerability so that you can overcome that trauma and heal through that hurt. A supportive person will help you not only fight off the trauma that you've experienced, but also help you overcome the spiritual warfare that you're facing. They'll help you overcome those spiritual attacks. They'll help you overcome those mental attacks, even those emotional attacks. They'll help you overcome those things. A supporting cast will help support your journey to heal and do what they can to keep you in a positive mindset of being vulnerable with your past. A supporting cast will sometimes be the thing that keeps us going. A supporting cast will sometimes be the thing that keeps us to persevere and push towards this path of healing. They will help us persevere and push towards overcoming our trauma, our hurt, and our pain. First Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. You see, we are called to love, encourage, and build each other up. And what better way to do that than to help a fellow brother or sister heal through their hurt, their pain, and their trauma. A lot of us are going through things alone, and we are called to be there for one another. We are called to uplift one another. We are called to love and encourage one another. And what better way to do that than helping someone heal through their pain, than helping someone heal through their trauma, to help someone heal through the hurt and the things that they've experienced. That is simply what we are called to do. But where can I find this supporting cast and group around me? What type of people should be in my supporting cast? What type of people should be a person I can look to and say they support? Who should I have around me to support me on this healing journey? Number one, therapy and God. Therapy and God is the number one foundation you can build to help you overcome this spiritual healing journey and to overcome that spiritual warfare and attacks by the enemy. You see, just because you're a Christian and believe in God doesn't mean you don't need therapy. Sometimes it's the base level of things that help us uncover the deeper level of things. Shout out Pastor John. And that's one of the things I learned on this walk with God. Just because I call myself a Christian and just because I believe in God doesn't mean I should neglect going to therapy. Doesn't mean that I should ignore therapy and pretend that I'm just suddenly A-OK. Because sometimes God can't give me the things that he wants to give me and the things that I want because I refuse to go to therapy, because I refuse to deal with the things of my past, because I refuse to address those things and pretend that they don't exist. You see, therapy is uncovering the past pain, hurt, and trauma, and God is giving you your purpose and developing you for your future. Now, why do I consider this to be the number one supporting cast and the number one foundation? Well, let's look at therapy. When you go to therapy, they support you by encouraging you to be vulnerable and open towards the things of your past. They empathize and feel for the pain and hurt that you've been through. They reassure and let you know that you're going to be okay and overcome that trauma, that hurt, and that pain. And most importantly, they motivate and push you towards your healing journey. They motivate and push you towards overcoming that trauma, that hurt, and that pain. Therapy is really important. And with God, is no different. He gives us the strength to persevere and push over the obstacles in our life. God gives us love and peace to overshadow the pain, hurt, and trauma. 
And most importantly, he gives us the wisdom and truth to let us know that our past pain does not define us. That that past trauma will not hold us back. That past hurt will not stop him from using us for his glory and developing us for our purpose. With therapy and God as one of the anchors in your supporting cast to healing, you are sure to stay on this healing journey and resist the temptation of giving up. Number two, one of the best supporting casts or supporting people that you can have around you are leaders and mentors. Now, why are they important? They have more wisdom and experience in dealing with life situations and this healing journey that we are on. I know me personally, the mentors that I have around me, they push me forward. They encourage me when I don't feel like pressing on. They push me forward when I feel like giving up. I'm stepping into this new season as a husband. I'm stepping into this new season within my ministry at church. Sometimes I don't want to do it, but I have mentors and leaders around me that push me forward. They encourage me to keep going. They remind me that it's not about dwelling in the past, but it's about seeking God and going towards the future. Those people are the type of people that you need around you. You see, if you are willing to call someone your leader or mentor, then you trust them and you believe that they have your best interest at heart. Calling someone your leader and mentor means that when times get rough, you believe they'll be there for you. You believe that they will encourage you to get back up and persevere. And that's especially important on this healing journey. Calling someone your leader, your mentor, you believe that they will encourage you to stay in that positive mindset of vulnerability and continue to press on in overcoming that trauma, to continue to press on in overcoming that hurt and that pain. And that is the type of person that you will want in your supporting cast on this healing journey. So we have God in therapy. We have leaders and mentors. And last but not least, the right friends. And yes, I talked about this on a previous episode of the podcast, but I'm going to reiterate it because having the right friends around you will help you overcome anything. Having the right friends around you will help you persevere through anything. And that is simply a person that you will need as your supporting cast, whether that person is just someone who's willing to sit down and listen without judging, whether that person is able to empathize, understand and place their self in your shoes over the things you went through, having that right friend can be one of the most amazing things and amazing people to have as your supporting cast because they're your friend. They understand you probably more than anyone else. And if you want to hear more about this type of friend, you guys can check out the previous episodes, the right friends part one and two for a more detailed description on how they can be impactful on your healing journey. And that's all I have for you guys today. If this was able to help you, be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to share with your family or friends if you found this very beneficial. And until next time, peace.